Big Talk Nation. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Big Talk with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. So glad you guys are back. Heck yeah. That was quite right right there. Was that a cover song? Maybe. We can get into that later. We'll, <laughs> we'll cover that later. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll cover that uh, later. We're glad to be back. Yes. Another episode. What episode are we going to be doing now? Like 20-something? I lost count. 23, 24? Plus two bonus. 25. This is 22, I think. Is it? Okay. Um, Man. BigTalkCG.podcast on Instagram. BigTalkCG on Twitter. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. Comments, emails, tweets. Let us know what you're thinking. Questions. Questions. Let us know any topics you want to hear. Let yeah, us, definitely. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about. We'll talk about anything. Yeah, even, we still, if we, even if we don't know about it, we can make it up. <laughs> we still need some emails for the intern. She wants to yeah, be employed. You know, yeah. People, people say they're going to do it, and then they don't do it. But if you told me you were going to do it and you don't do it, I know who you are. <laughs> That's always good. I don't know where you live, but I can follow you home. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> I hope not. I would do it. Um, so episode, gosh, I got to get the number here, Greg, because if I don't, it's really going to get. It's going to bug I got it right here. I got it okay. right here. I got da, 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 da. This is 22. All right. So 22 plus two. So 24 total. But episode 22. Do so you think we're starting to hit our groove yet? Oh, heck yeah. I think so too. I thought actually after our seventh or eighth one is when we started to have a nice groove. So yeah, no, I I believe we got a groove going. I thought about you know fifteen or so seconds into our first episode, we were just really hitting it right. <laughs> Naturals after all our technical all difficulties our, and stuff. Yeah, we've had some stuff. We had some ups and downs. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. But yeah. you know, but you know what? I always got, I always got surprises for Greg. All right. And I love telling Greg. See, and Greg could look this stuff up himself, but he keeps <laughs> he does he keeps getting himself locked out of all of our uh, our host site, our Gmails. He just keeps, and then he'll I'll, I'll get a, a push notification saying you've been locked out of your Gmail, you've been locked out of Podbean, <laughs> and then and I like, text and then I text Greg <laughs> say, "Were you trying to lock? What are you doing? In? What are you doing?" <laughs> he'll be like. And he'll text back, yes. <laughs> That's how I read it. With yes. my with my head down, yes. yes. Um, I got some surprises. This is great, dude. I love our listeners. I love them. They oh, definitely. They're coming out. the 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 nation is growing day by day. And I, I've held off on telling you this just because I was waiting for it to get up there. We've hit. We're over one thousand one hundred downloads. Wow, over wow, 1, that's nice. That's super killer, man. Yeah, so thank you to everybody that's oh, yeah. thank been you. listening, downloading. Um, listening weekly. Listening weekly. People you know, are listening to every episode Yeah, and you know, talking about it. Uh, we'd love to hear from people that, you know, a lot of our listeners are people we see you know, on a weekly or, or time-to-time basis that are telling us. We'd like to hear some people you know, that don't live here in the North Hollywood area, the greater Los Angeles metropolitan area. You living around uh, U.S. or the world? We'd oh, love yeah. to hear from you. Oh, definitely. Send us an email. S- post something on Instagram. Anything. Yeah. We're gonna get back to you. The twelve-year-old is just chomping at the bit to to get 
involved with the nation. Check this out, dude. This is going to blow your mind. What do we got going? This is going to blow your mind. I had it all up earlier, and then I, I, I accidentally hit the wrong button. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I hate when I do that. Old age, Chris. I know. I know. Dang it. What happened? Um, oh, wait. No, 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 no. I had it earlier. Oh, wait, here we go. Here we go. Why is it not? Oh, why is it not loading up right? So are you telling me we have new listeners, new country? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you, but I can't get it to come up. All right. Can I get some hints? Um, do you like meatballs? Yeah. Okay. Where are meatballs from? Sweden. That's right, dude. We got um, we got listeners in Sweden now. Nice. And uh, that's pretty awesome. <coughs> is it is it my tie? Is it because of my tied with my my death metal voice when we did the bonus man and people heard be. that and they people go, heard that. Hey, we wanna we wanna start listening to these guys. I think so. You know they're. And because they're carbon neutral, so that's <laughs> okay. something to do with it too. But we also got—I uh, have listeners in the Netherlands. Whoa, okay, the Netherlands. So that's, that's killer. We're slowly and surely taking over Europe faster than Russia could ever want oh. to. So things are definitely going our way. Netherlands and, uh, and I love Sweden. It. And, and we'd love to hear from all you guys uh, all over the world. Uh, you want to hear the list, dude? You want me to give you the list of everywhere we're at? Sure. Just to give the, you and the yeah. nation updated? Yes. Okay, United States. Okay. Obviously. And then I'll go of order from most to least. Okay. Taiwan, Russia. I told you Taiwan a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Taiwan, they're the second most. Crazy, huh? There's somebody there or somebody's. Um, we're growing. I love um, that, dude. Taiwan, Russia, Germany, Canada, Czech Republic, Sweden, France, Argentina, the UK, Netherlands, and good old Romania. <laughs> you, you've never mentioned Romania before, I, I right? I have. Is that new? Maybe it snuck up on me. And and I was that like, one snuck up on you, did Romania? It? No, 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 dude. I thought I had mentioned that before, <coughs> but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Right. You could be right. All right, yeah, I like that. So, man, everything's everything's going good, and uh, you know, more listeners love it. Uh, I'm surprised Canada was like in the middle, dude. We have to. Do some more. <laughs> we have to do some more. Hey, Canadian bands. Hey, you got anything you want to talk about? <clears throat> um, some excite. Actually, I wanted to ask you because last time we recorded, you mentioned you went to the Super Bowl. You haven't really talked about oh, yeah. that. So I went can to the you, Super Bowl. It was can amazing. you elaborate on your experience on that? Because I'm a little interested and I got some questions. Yeah, myself. the Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl on the 13th of February. It was the Rams and the Bengals. Yeah, man, it was a great game. Came down to the wire. Um, it was it was amazing, amazing experience. My team, I'm a Seahawks fan. You're a Green Bay fan. Yeah. Neither of our teams were in there, and uh, it was great. It was I got goosebumps a couple times. Um, the halftime performance was great. Did you run into Russell Wilson because he was in the stands, man? Did you? you know? I saw him on the field when he was talking, and uh, <laughs> we waved at each other. <laughs> we waved at each other. So yeah, you know, he knew I was going to be there. Did you so. scan? Did you scan the uh, QR code of your your T-shirt? No, he didn't. He was, <laughs> we were face to face. I didn't. Right. <laughs> I didn't give him the back of my shirt. Yeah, I should have. He's probably already heard of us. He has. Um, it was great though. The Super Bowl was great. It was exciting. Um, once in a lifetime experience. I highly recommend it. <laughs> if you can go, I highly you recommend can go, it. Okay. It, it was amazing. How was the crowd around you? Like the people was, and the energy, that kind of stuff. It was cool. 
It was cool. Yeah, everybody um, was. Everyone was behaving nice. Any any drunken idiots that were no, starting just me. fights or just I mean, me? Whoa! No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> not me. Um, I only had to beat up, almost beat up one person. <laughs> but um, Bengal fans all over. The, I mean, the game was in L.A. Okay, here in L.A., uh, lots of Bengals fans. They were great. Rams fans were great. Oh, okay. Uh, I saw jerseys. I was wearing my Seahawks jersey. There were people wearing jerseys from all teams. Um, some idiot with some cheese on his head walking down the street. I thought it was Greg for a second. And no, no, it's not him. Um, but it, it was. No, it was, I was watching it from home. It was spectacular. It was good. great. It was great. Cool. So energy was good. Uh, crowd was good. You said that. So I noticed that when you did this morning, you um, had a backwards hat and you were in baggy clothes. So, you know, since this halftime show, did you change your mind on the music you listened to? Mm, definitely. I knew it. I'm man. all hip hop now. Yeah, I knew it. So it's I'm on uh, I'm, Big Talk I, with I, Christian Greg. Hip hop edition. I, I Is that only, what we're talking about? I only listen to M and M's and Snoopy Dog. <laughs> <laughs> what about Doctor Dre? Doctor Dre. What can you say about Doctor Dre? Did you enjoy the halftime show, dude? The halftime show was great. I was up out of my seat. Yeah. I mean, as much as probably a little bit more so me than you, even though ninety five percent of the music I listen to is rock and roll. I still. Mm-hmm. I've listened to you know hip hop and stuff like that and, and and enjoy it time to time and so I was I knew everything that was saying and rapped and I was right there with them. If you give me a mic, I just would have went on stage. <laughs> Probably could have gotten away with it. You could have pushed Eminem away. Yeah. Hey, you know what was really cool, and I I don't know why I thought this was so cool. So there was a guy sitting two seats in front of me, which would put him in row twelve. All right. And uh, the guy with the colonel uh, the uh, 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 kettle corn was coming up the thing selling it yeah and the guy was like hey how much is a how much for a bag of kettle corn he goes like 10 bucks saw him drop a hundred dollar bill and just said here give me some and he just started throwing bags to people oh, that wanted them no way hey, who wants some who wants some Shh. The, the guy no that bought them and i was sitting like five feet from him. i was like right here right here he just gave it to me and then he threw one way over there and the way over there i was like oh man that's oh cool. my god that's awesome that was pretty cool you know that's not funny. something you know amazing but it was pretty neat but something you know I wish I could do like, hey, okay, I got, you know, ten bags or whatever. And I'm just gonna start throwing to people who wanted it, blah blah blah, maybe, just for the hell of it. Maybe he wanted to always be a concession guy. Mm, that's true too. And he wanted to throw. He's an opportunity too. And uh, or he was trying, just trying to get people on his side. He was a Bengals fan. He was trying to get people on his side. Maybe, maybe. So overall, how was the traffic getting in and out? Was it? We was took it a shuttle. We took a shuttle in. So yeah. it was. He had to go through Inglewood. It was a little nuts. They had a lot of streets because these aren't like um, big, wide city streets going yeah. through there. It's a neighborhood, so it's right in the middle of a neighborhood. So how how about the stadium itself? Because this is the, to my belief, this is the first time you stepped foot first in there. Time. I haven't stepped foot in there, so I don't know what it's like. It was yet. amazing. Was it? It was. It's a beautiful stadium. Yeah, they have a whole thing they're building around there. It's it's amazing. It it's. It looked good. I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah. And then we also got to go to the to the Rams team tailgate party, pregame party, which was great. Um, catered food, it was great. Free beer, free uh, liquor, free water, whatever you wanted to do to get ready to play the game. So we did that for, spent like an hour, hour and a half in there. And then okay, good. went to the stadium about an hour and a half before the game started and got our seats and... So on, on our other seats, <laughs> on the tailgate, what kind of food? Like you said, food. So uh, was it like, like hot dogs and hamburgers, hot dogs, or was burgers, it like uh, a little like more gourmet sandwiches? Uh, pulled pork like sandwiches. Okay, pulled pork desserts, sandwiches. Desserts, 
Then they had like your hummus and all that. Um, okay, kind of the, things, a little more like healthier that, little more type healthier of things. snacks. Um, yeah, all the food was great. They you know, fruits. Nobody throwing like Cheetos at you or no, Doritos or nothing like not that. Not a Dorito or a Cheeto to be seen. Oh, okay, it was great. It was just, and they had a they had a stage there. They had a DJ. The Rams cheerleaders came out, danced, and then uh, Tory Holt he used to play with the Rams back in the back in the day. He was there to. Uh, talk to the, everybody and kind of be like, oh, let's go Rams. Pump and up and, and stuff like that, man. So it was pretty neat. It was, it was really cool. It was a great experience. I can't say enough. Overall, things, general, yeah. so that's sweet, man. And getting in was easy, but the getting out was horrible. It's like, not, it's like all of a sudden, everybody that was there directing people was gone, <laughs> and no one knew how to get out. Oh, of wow. Not the stadium, but just... But once you you exit the stadium, it's all the whole perimeter of it is is gated with like you know the super bowl stuff and so it's like well how do we where do i go to get out to get to the buses yeah no one was there to tell you so that was kind of a fail on whoever was in charge of that we'll just say the nfl okay and uh besides that it was a good evening nice good day it was great it was a little warm but it was great it was great all right that's yeah. it for me that's yeah. all i got going on in my life so um i recently went to um new japan strong up here in downtown la they had a wrestling event and um you know, I took my wife with me, and man, we really had a good time. Um, fun, saw a lot of wrestlers. Uh, you know, New Japan, the New Japan JoJo here in uh, Los Angeles. Man, we had a good time. There was just a lot of good, fun stuff. Saw a lot of wrestlers I've never seen before. Uh, wrestlers I wanted to see. Uh, some, some of the guys from yeah, AEW were there. Uh, what was his name Danny Garcia was there. Uh, a new guy, um, uh, Buddy Matthews, who was Buddy, you know, um, from WWE. <clears throat> um, who else? Uh, Christopher Daniels was there. He was amazing. Um, there's a guy named Jonah who was um, another guy in NXT. Um, uh, Swerve Scott was the um, Isaiah Swerve Scott was one of the wrestlers there who was part of the main event versus Jay White. And I did take a picture with him. I'll put that on Instagram for everybody to see. Um, you know, just fun stuff, man. We had a good time. There's a I was loud, of course. Um, you know, lost my voice the next day. Uh, but I had a good time, man. I really enjoyed it. It was a nice small place. It was at the Vermont in uh, downtown. We enjoyed ourselves. It was it was a really good time, man. Good. Yeah. Good. good. And who good did, you, did you go with your wife to that show? Yeah, we had a good time, man. It was it was. She, I told her that I'd been wanting to go, and she was. It was like on you know it was on a Thursday, and I was like I really want to go because I like these band. I didn't want to just get in. I was able to get uh, some seats on second row, and man, I and. You know, at my age, sometimes I just need a seat, and I was glad I did. You know, I, I didn't want to stand for like four hours. But oh yeah, it was cool. It was, it was good. It was a good spot, man. The show I, was four hours. Yeah. Three and a half. Okay. You know, sometimes you get there and you're before the show starts and you're hanging out. They have a little intermission. So how many was, people were there in attendance? If I had to be honest with you, I would say like maybe five hundred. Okay. You know, there was a intimate a, crowd upstairs and uh, a mezzanine. But I didn't really see. I saw some people, but I didn't see the whole thing. I don't know if it sold out, but you know there was there was a good amount of people. They had you know seats around the ringside, and then everybody else was just standing, and um, it was fun. You know, I even saw uh, pretty Peter Avalon walking around. Oh, I love it. And uh, I didn't get to say hi to him, but he would just walk around saying hi to other people or something like that. So pretty cool. Peter from PP Ray. Yeah, one love of our him. favorites, man. One of our favorites. So I had a good time on that. Yeah, New Japan Strong um, here in L- L.A. Dojo, and good time, man. Good awesome. stuff. Love to hear it. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. All right. So uh, we're going to start up this episode because uh, uh, when we were doing our homework, I started Chris and I let him know, hey, man, I go, I wanted to do an episode on cover songs, but not just 
any cover song. So these are cover songs we didn't know were not originals. So we'll start off with, uh, since we started off with Quiet Riot, Come On, Feel The Noise. When I first heard that, I thought, you know, Quiet Riot was a new band, uh, first major release, Come On, Feel The Noise, their first single. And in the end, I didn't know that it was not original. It was a song done by Slade. And, you know, I was amazed <laughs> that these guys, you know, covered it and it was so different. And then I was able to hear the Slade cover and then I heard Quiet Riot's cover and I go, oh, you could totally amped up. There's more energy on the Quiet Riot, you know, updated cover. So for me, that was one of those things where I didn't know that Come On, Feel The Noise was a cover until, you know, someone told me or I started looking into it as reading the lyrics and stuff like that. So that was one of the ones that surprised me to know that that was not original. Yeah, I didn't, I had no idea that song was not original. Uh, it's so good. Uh, it, it's funny because I was talking to a buddy of mine and uh, uh, his name's Ellis. And uh, I was t- telling him, hey, we're kicking around some ideas for uh, for some shows. And what do you think we're going to do one about, you know, cover songs we didn't know were covers? Like, you know, like Quiet Right, Come On, Feel The Noise. And he listens to Rocky and goes, what? He goes, yeah, it's a, it's a cover song. He didn't know it. He goes, oh man, who did it? And I told him, you know, Slade, and he's like, oh man, they they did they did it so good that they did it so good that it became the original, which is kind of his <laughs> way of saying it's way better than the original. I was like, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying there, dude. <laughs> that's, that's a good uh, that's a but, good way to look but at that. I probably didn't. I probably found out that was a cover by some something that you know, probably one of those VH1 behind the music. When yeah, they were talking about it, and they're like, then he started playing, come on, feel the noise. You know, we're covering it or whatever, and. Like what? I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah, a lot of these that we're going to talk about is I found out that way, or when the album was going to be released, they said, "Hey, we're doing a cover song of blah blah blah. Check it out." So, um, I do have a lot of songs, but I narrowed it down to about ten, which we're going to talk about. I do have some bonus. Either we could talk about it, or we could, you know, uh, on another episode talk about this stuff but that was one of them did you have anything you want to bring up or do you want me to start no, another go one? Ahead, go ahead, all right go ahead, go so ahead. one of the next ones um <clears throat> is actually one of my favorite songs but it's from van halen um you really got me now it, it the kinks did it originally i didn't know that when i first heard this man you first heard van halen you hear eruption and you're all goddamn eruption and this is an awesome song and then they kicks right into you really got me and you know, not until years later on did I know that, hey, that was a that was a cover song originally done by the, the Kinks. And I was like, what? Go back, do a little investigation and finding out that, you know, you, you hear their version. You're like, wow, Van Halen just amped this up. Yeah. Man. I may have <laughs> known. I don't remember like having a big moment on that saying, oh, wow, really? It's I didn't know it was a cover. I may have heard. I think I probably had heard the other one before. Um of course, that was a that was on their first album, so that was a little bit. Um, I, uh, right? Was that on the first? No, yeah, that, that was, was on the, the first one. Yeah, the first one. And uh, so that was before my time. I was like two. Was that seventy eight? Yeah, seventy eight. So I probably it was a while before I heard that. So yeah, and you know what, Van Halen did do a lot of covers, especially on Diver Down. But you know, this to me was so like. What do you mean? It's an. It, it, they did it so good that I couldn't believe it was not an original. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. how. Mm-hmm. And then you know, as I got into the, uh, the Van Halen, <clears throat> lifestyle and Van Halen songs, and finding out all these other guys did, <clears throat> great cover songs. So yeah, there's a lot of covers they did, but 
this was one of those that I absolutely loved and couldn't imagine it was uh, not an original. There, I got one for you. I got All one right. for you. Bring this up. Joan Jett. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I love rock and roll. I had no idea that this <laughs> was a cover song at all. I mean, it 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 slips right into you know the, their yeah. style of of music, the way that Joan Jett and the Blackhearts played, and and thoroughly enjoyable. It was done in '75, uh, uh, released in '75 by a group called the Arrows, and uh, that was one it, of her it, biggest they're, hits, they're, right? Yeah, yeah it was, might be her biggest hit. Yeah, and they're. Yeah. The, the, they didn't change it much. It's very similar, very on point with the original. So yeah, wasn't like you know a lot of these cover songs. They they change it up so much that you uh, can't even recognize it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know what is? Once you said it, I was like, damn, I did know that. And I forgot. But you know, I only found that out. I would say within the last ten years that it was uh, not an original. Somehow, like you oh, said, yeah, I didn't on, I've, on VH1, like behind the music or something like that. And then they 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 said, "Oh yeah, Joan, <clears throat> I love rock and roll." Was done by so and so, and I was like, "That's not Joan Jett." And I was like, "Oh, it's a cover song." Damn, that was good. She did the good, and mm-hmm. you know they didn't announce that very well. That was a good one, Chris. I like that man. Um, so a band that I like, or we really like, that I didn't know. Uh, same thing with these are not original. Was uh, Tesla. They did a cover of Signs. Uh, Signs is, was originally done by a five-man electrical band. Um, and it was just an awesome cover. And you know what? When when I first heard it, I didn't know it was not in a cover. But when the guys, you know, you heard the album, um, and the guy said, oh, yeah, I wish we wrote that. And then I was like, that's when it hit me. Oh, that they, weren't, mm-hmm. they didn't do it originally. And I kind of knew right away from the first time I heard the record, I was like, oh, they didn't do, they do, they did. And there's a lot of covers on that too. Yeah. Um, so that was one of those. But Tesla, you know, they, they took it, uh, they amped it up, they made it theirs. They, you know, added their style to it, added the Tesla style to it and, and ran with it, dude. It, it was awesome. And it's still one of those big hits. And, you know, every time we see these guys, we've seen them once, but, you know, they play that song, man. It's, it's bitching. Everybody knows it. Everybody sings it. Everybody sings loud and proud, you know? Uh, I saw, I was, um, looking, uh, I couldn't remember who did the original for that song for Signs. Mm-hmm. So I was looking up. I was like, "Oh, Tesla did that song. Let me look up to go reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. Like go from who? I didn't know they had another cover song, Lil Susie. I didn't even know that till today that that was a cover. Get in, out of town. I didn't know that. until my start doing research. I go because that's one of my favorite songs. By yeah, them. I love that song, and it was done by a uh, a new wave trio called uh, PhD. And it was actually called Little Susie's On the Up was the title when they did it. But it's yeah, it's the same song. Oh, no way. Um, yeah. I didn't know that. I, did, I had no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so actually, that the video for the original, I didn't know this either. Uh-huh. So I just love doing the research, dude. And you come right? and find you all these with- facts. <laughs> so that original version by uh, PhD, uh, the video was actually the fifth video ever shown on MTV. Oh, no way. Yeah, fifth video. Um, it aired two more times on that first day, so a total of three times, which do you know the f- day that MTV debuted? No. August 1st, 1981. Oh, okay. So August 1st. And, uh, and you just find these little nuggets. I mean, a lot. Of, some of you guys may not have heard that song. Go look it up. Tesla, Little Susie, Susie with an I. It's a great song, great track. Uh, yeah. And I didn't even know it. Love it. That's That's rad, dude. Damn. All right, so um, 
I got one for us, Chris, and this is, you know, same thing. You first heard this, and it's, it's a classic song from Judas Priest, uh, the green monolithian with a two-pronged crown. Like, whoa, what the hell? Judas Priest did a cover? And it was originally done by Fleetwood Mac. Now, this was Fleetwood Mac before they added uh, Stevie Nicks mm-hmm. and, and some of the other uh, um, top players on that. And it tripped me out, man. And I looked it up, and then I you know, heard the Fleetwood Mac original, and I was like, damn, Judas Priest, you know, when they, when they cover it up, they did it, man. They, that was another one. Made it their own. Sounded like, you know, you would think, Green Monolithian. Yeah, yeah you're thinking. And you're thinking, Judas Priest. And then you go, it's a cover song. <laughs> I was like, shit. Yeah, Judas Priest, I think they did, you know, uh, uh, I didn't want to come here and be like, oh, I found this out and, you know, found this out. But I was looking, you know, Judas, I was looking through, like, you know, cover songs. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. They did another cover. I'm going to have to go look it up. It was um, uh, Diamonds and Rust. Uh, it was first done by Joan Baez. I had no idea. Shit. I didn't I know no that idea. one either. <laughs> and uh, I was reading what she had said about it. She actually said she was very flattered and she thought it was amazing and wonderful. Oh, cool. So, See, w- when the original artist does something and like they talk about it, oh, you know, you really made it your own. And that's why it was one of those things I was telling you about where, you know, on probably on some future episode, we're going to talk about songs that maybe cover songs that maybe didn't work or we didn't think worked at all. And, you know, I would figure out the artist, you know, was like, yeah, thanks for covering it, but it's not that good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, if, if, you know, the original loved it and you run with it, shit, man. Yeah, might as well. exactly, exactly. Cool. Um, one, one of my favorite bands of all time, the Beatles, when I first started listening to them, I was a little boy going through my parents' record collection, Twist and Shout. I didn't know that it was a cover. Uh, the first, gonna, time I, first time I heard it was on the Beatles record, yeah. so... Didn't know uh, that, you know, it was uh, originally recorded by a group called The Top Notes. It was written by Phil Medley and uh, Burt Burns. Uh, Phil Medley of the uh, Everly Brothers, I believe. That is a good one. Um, Love it. Isley Brothers did the the, the big version of it. And, you know, I I had no idea. When I heard it, I was like, oh, this is a good song. I love it. Yeah, definitely. It's different different than the Beatles. A little wild, a little rocking. And uh, I had no idea. It was a cover. That's a I cool mean, you, one. you slowly find these things out. You, because the the original was also a hit, the remake was a hit. So you start hearing the other one. Oh, oh, I've heard this before. We've heard it. You start, you know, realizing which ones are covers and which ones are originals. I think I knew that, but I kind of just forgot about it. And that was a good one. That was a good one, man. I totally love that. Um, another song, which I want to say, when I first heard it again, I totally forgot somebody else did it originally which is stone cold crazy uh, covered by metallica but originally by queen so um atlanta did a the record company did like a, a 40 tribute 40 year tribute album from different artists and blah 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 so metallica did a song stone cold crazy and when i, when I first heard it i was like god damn this is, this is metallica they jam this is a bitching song man stone cold crazy go and you know the and the solos and the drums and it was just awesome. And then I think later on that day, because I was working, actually at the time, I was working for a Screamer magazine. I was an intern, uh, not a paid intern. I was working as an intern, and the guys in the office were like, hey, man, come check this out. And uh, they played it, and I'm like, man, this jams. And they were the ones that like, you know, it's a Queen song. And I was like, what? 
And I was like, yeah. And then that's when I knew, you know, I just first heard it and got that this was awesome. And then talking to some of the guys in the office, and they said, no, man, it's a cover song. And I was like, Jesus Christ, man, Metallica. And I know Metallica was known for doing covers, mm-hmm. but this was still, I thought, next level Metallica. Like, this is jam. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome, man. So I was very. And that Queen version's amazing as well. Exactly. It's, yeah. It's, it's, not... a, it's amazing in its own way. It's different. I mean, they're two different styles. Yeah, two of different it, styles. Man, it's. They both blow your mind up. It, it did. I mean, you know, yeah. I, and whenever I hear um, the original, I love it. And I was like, you know, but when I heard the Metallica, I was like, man, it just they, they cranked it up to eleven. And yeah, Metallica does some covers. They had that Garage Days uh, revisited. revisited. They did. Um, uh, one of my favorites they did is Am I Evil? Yeah, that was Diamond Head. Was that Diamond Head that originally did that? I'm gonna say yes. Okay, I believe it was Diamond Head. Um, funny story about um, Metallica and Diamond Head is. You know, whenever you would see their shows, they would always say, you know, the bands at Lars would always say is Tigers of Pantang and Diamond Head. <laughs> Tigers of Pantang and Diamond Head. I go, man, I, sometimes you got to, like I said, you got to go back and listen to the bands that influence the bands that you like. So I'm yes. like, you know, I'm going to go back and listen to Diamond Head. And it's like, the best way I can describe it is like Metallica Light. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. It sounds just like them, slowed down a little bit, not as aggressive, but it's like, that sounds like. Uh, like a band that would definitely heavily influence Metallica. Yeah. Done a lot of their covers and some of the songs that some of the songs Metallica did sound just like a diamond head song, but it's a different song. And you're like, that sounds just like a Metallica song. or That sounds just like diamond. Head. You know, like you said, Metallica does so many covers that it's just wild. I think they did, uh, remember tomorrow from Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, geez, wow. And then, like I said, they had all the covers. Yeah, sometimes with Whiskey in a Jar. That's one of my. That's one of my just, favorite covers, oh, Whiskey in a Jar. But they, Thin, Liz, Thin Lizzy wasn't even the first to do that. I think they were like the third or fourth, so they covered it. I think I might even have that here somewhere. They oh, have. They have so many covers. Like we could have just done an episode on on uh, Metallica covers and stuff like that. But like you said, I was kind of going through some stuff, and I just wanted to do ones that just surprised me. Is like when it really hit me of like, man, those are really cover bands. Yeah, it was uh, made popular by the Dubliners in the '60s, and then oh, it was also man. recorded by the Pogues and Thin Lizzy. Love it. Whiskey right. in the Jar, great song, great song by Metallica and Thin Lizzy. Great, yeah, two great bands. So um, one of our favorite bands that from me and Chris um, has a cover, and like I said, when I first heard it, I wasn't sure that it was a cover, and then. Um, smoking in the boys' room, Motley Crue, Theater of Pain. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't choke there, Chris. Um, you know, smoking in the boys' room, and, and like it says, oh, originally hearing it, and you know, smoking in the boys' room, and I did, I did think it was a cover. Then I heard it, and I was like, damn, that was a cover song. And then I heard the original, which is done by the Brownsville Station. Um, their version of it, you know, at, at the time in the seventies, it rocked too. But I could see how Motley Crue, you know. Juice it up to eleven and and just killed it and made it her own. You know, added. Yeah, they crewified it. Yeah. <laughs> love that crewified. And the it. video. Yeah, same thing. With they that. were that was right, right in the heyday of MTV was really if you they could make it you could make it or break a career. Yeah, if you're on MTV. That's back when they were their theater pain days. With their they went from shout of the devil to all to, laced up. Yeah, to glam. Maybe we talk and, about them. What al- we did an album about album excuse me, we did an episode about album covers. covers. And we talk about the Theater of Pain album and that's where uh, smoking in the book going from that one. You know, Satanic uh, shout out the devil to glam guys at Theater of Pain and stuff. But yeah, yeah, but uh Motley Crue, same thing. Motley Crue has a, a ton of cover songs, but when I first originally heard um 
Smoking in the Bush. Now, there was another one that I didn't know from Motley Crue, but I, I liked this one better. It was Helter Skelter. Now, mm-hmm. I did know that one was a Beatles, Beatles song. So, so to me, it wasn't surprising, but this one was surprising when I first heard it. And then on um, uh, uh, Girls, Girls, Girls on Beat the Side 2, last song, they have that live version of Jailhouse Rock. Yeah, of course, Jailhouse Rock. Which I thought was okay <laughs> it's like what are you trying to fill up the tape and like you have to throw something on there i don't know yeah I, but it was it was what i think they did it live so it yeah, wasn't like in the version. studio but it's still good like say motley crew has a lot of cover songs but these are just fun you know originals that we didn't know were originals or and cover if, you songs want, if you want to go back uh listen to us talk about theater pain and a whole bunch of other album covers go back to episode eight uh album covers sleeves inserts and more uh we just go through a stack of records and kind of talk about it and uh Smoking in the boys' rooms on that theater paint album yeah. we talk about. Um, so when I was growing up, my favorite, this is the first, actually second rock band, but first one I loved was Kiss. I loved Kiss. Uh, me and Chris have different versions of Kiss. Chris really isn't, doesn't feel the magic of Kiss, and I do. I, I loved them since I, I was like six or seven years old. Mm. And I, you know, from seven, six or seven to, I don't know, maybe my 20s, they were just the shit. They were just awesome. You know, Kiss, the, at one time, they did solo albums, right? You know, they just needed to take a break from each other. So Ace did one, Paul did one, Peter did one, and Gene Simmons. You know, they all did, they, they all got a chance to do the songs. So on Ace Freely's uh, solo album, he did a song called New York Groove. And I thought, man, this was, this is awesome. You know, it, I go, Ace Freely's kicking ass. And, you know, they're from New York. New York Groove, this is a song, man. This is jamming. And then I find out it's a cover, but I didn't find out right away. I found out years later on, you know, and it was originally done by a band called Hello, you know, uh, kind of like a, a Bay City Rollers style guys. Um, New York Groove, it, it, for me, it worked uh, on this Ace Freely solo album. So I really loved it. I thought it was awesome. I don't know if you ever heard that before. Yeah. 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 Um, that was the that was on the solo album when they did the four. Yeah, the four different. That was like the bet the the. I don't know. If, I really don't know if anything else from any of those albums charted, but that was far and away the uh, highest charting, biggest hit of the four solo albums. The rest of them were. Oh yeah, WTF yeah. man. <laughs> if if I had a rank them, it was definitely you, Ace, uh, Paul, you, Gene, and then you know Peter. that Gene was behind that, saying, "Oh, if we all put out an album." No matter how bad they are, we're going to sell four times as many albums if we just put out one. Exactly. And it probably didn't work And out each guy can yeah. do your own style. You yeah. can sing as many songs as you want. We're going to buy it no matter what. <laughs> Ace took it seriously. No one else did. <laughs> and Speaking of Ace Freely, he's a great guitar player. Another great guitar player, uh, Steve I, played with David Lee Roth. And I did not know. Oh, this. Is, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to swerve you right now because I'm not going to talk about uh, the ones that are obvious that people know are covers, California Girls and uh, Just a Gigolo. Yeah. Those are not the song I'm going to talk about. This is a song I didn't even know was a cover till recently. Till recently. Okay. Shy Boy. It wasn't a release, I don't think. Um, I have the 45. It's the B-side to Yankee Rose, which okay. was the lead-off single from yeah. the Eat Em and Smile, which was the first album he made after he uh, uh, left, kicked out, whatever, <laughs> from Van Halen. So this is from... Uh, uh, Eat Him and Smile, 1986, track two, Shy Boy. Billy Sheehan was the bass player in this yes. band. This band is amazing. Yeah, this this is an all-star band. Uh, Steve Vai, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. But you, you know, but when you left Van Halen, 
you had to come back with an all-star band because you can't just go, oh, these any guys from the street that are just doing yeah. that. You left Van Halen at their heyday, you know, from 1984, and all of a sudden, you know, now you got a new band, and you can't just have anybody's. Yeah, video. you could. I I would hear someone's argument if they said he actually found a better guitar player because if you got to look at it, Jim, Van, Eddie Van Halen played in Van Halen. He had the whole aura of Van Halen, the songwriting, all those songs. Steve Vai, I think, is equally as good a guitar player, but he just doesn't have that popular catalog, but his music is just so intricate and clean and can play so many styles. I've actually, I don't want to, we went to this event, um, me and my wife, to this auction event, and uh, he was friends of the family that were having it. Mm, So I got to see Steve Steve Vai play from like 20 feet away, quick little 20-minute, 30-minute show, amazing. So I've got to see him live. But the song Shy Boy, we're getting a little off track. All right. It was actually record it was actually recorded by Billy Sheehan's band that he had before oh, he joined. Talis. Uh, Talis. Oh, okay. And so then he said, Oh, you know, maybe we can do this song. So same guy playing bass, but you know, different band, different singer. Man and I re- so Yankee Roses, I I love Yankee Rose, I yeah. love the song. And I was like, Oh, what's this other song? So I flipped it over on the forty five and listened to it and I was like, Oh my god, dude. This is wild, dude. Yeah. It's f- for 1986, David Lee Roth, it, it was fast. It's a fast song. So it was great. I loved it. Didn't find out until recently that it was a cover. Um, but I, I think I, I think I kind of knew that doing uh, years from Metal Edge and uh, uh, Cream Magazine and stuff like that, that, you know, they would talk about the albums during the solo time. And, you know, they said, oh, yeah, Talis was the, the band originally did it. So yes, I kind of knew that one a while ago, but that's a good one, mm-hmm. you know. That's a good song. All right, um, next song I want to talk about uh, from a band called Great White on their first album, a band called Substitute, uh, and it was a cover of the Who. Great song, you know. I I like I says when I first originally heard them, um, you know, at the times you really can't find all the information in front of you unless you're looking at the little, you know, writing on the on the cassette or the album. And, um, I found him, you know, it was, uh, uh, Pete Townsend, you know, did it from the who, and I was an awesome song. And, you know, great white does a lot of covers. They do a lot of Led Zeppelin. They do a lot of bluesy, uh, but the who, man, it was really good. And I thought, I love this album, this uh, song along with the album too. Mm-hmm. You know, good stuff. You know, I just thought of right now, we should be playing some of these songs while we're talking about them. Yeah, we could, we could, I don't know. Maybe we'll play the next one we talk about. Uh-huh. Go ahead. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, I get to go again. All yeah, right. I'm gonna let you go again. <laughs> Make it a good one. I'm gonna play a little clip from it. Oh, okay. All right. Not, not that you ever pick bad ones. No. Okay. All right. So the next band I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna talk about is a band called Anthrax, and they did a song, uh, "Got the Time," which was originally done by Joe Jackson, and you know Anthrax, uh, thrash band coming out and doing this I think this is like their fourth album they come and they do it and first single and it rocked man they these guys definitely jammed it not only um, uh, musicianship but they just kicked ass and, and did a crazy song man That's, that was good that was a good fun song yeah I, I, I bought this tape I love this because of this song I love the song it was great yeah I didn't know that it was a cover till right now <laughs> Till right now. <laughs> no way, dude. Here, here, let's play. Let's yeah. play it. All right. All right. 
That's great, dude. <laughs> that was fun, man. That's good I'm stuff. Gonna, I'm like gonna you look said, up that original and listen to it too. Yeah, that's a good one too, man. Um, let's see. Well, Any next song? Yeah. Um, heart. You like heart? Yeah, there's some good songs. You know what? From from the 70s and 80s, they really two uh, sisters really knew how to. Uh, Anne and Nancy Wilson. They knew how to rock. Man. Two songs I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Alone, and what about love? Both, both covers. Both covers. Both those covers. Were in those were in the eighties, right? Huge hits. Mid eighties. Um, what about love is eighty five. Alone from eighty seven. Uh, uh, I believe they were both number one hits. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. They or were so, covers. dude. I didn't know. I love it, dude. When I heard these songs, I was like, oh man, because it fits. Once again, they make it their own, so it fits so good into their style or whatever they're doing that time. They really seamlessly make these covers their own. Uh, so you usually are surprised that, that it's a cover. So, um, man, I love both of these songs. Heart's great. Great singers. Um, yeah, what's up? Oh, okay. God. Making sure the numbers are going. Okay. All right, good. <laughs> yeah, I was like, whoa, Greg whoa, whoa. was worried. He almost had a heart attack. He thought we weren't recording. Yeah. Uh, we are. We are recording. Um, so you're back to heart. So um, I, didn't know, I didn't know they were covers, man. Um, let's see. Uh, the first version was done uh, from in uh, 83 for uh, What About Love, and then Heart did it 85. So it wasn't like a far back cover. Okay. Um, it was, but maybe a deep cut that they Yeah, deep they cut. Um, Brian Adams was involved in that first version oh. in, in, a, in a way or another. Um, and then uh, Billy Steinberg and Tom Kelly uh, released an album called Taking a Cold Look, and uh, they had the song uh, Alone on there, and then Hart covered it. Wow. Number one hit. What are you yeah. gonna do? And a Nancy Wilson from Seattle. <laughs> Love it, dude. Love it. Those are those Love are it. those oh, are good songs that I didn't I need, know. I need an I need another hand because I can't type, talk, look up, all these things. So, so go ahead. What do you want to talk about? All right. From the a band I love, uh, the Bullet Boys. They did a song called Hang On St. Christopher from their second album. Um, when I first heard it, you know, and this album that they did, uh, produced by Ted Templeman, was definitely different, but still rocking and had a lot of good songs. Hang Out St. Christopher uh, was a cover song by Tom Waits and tripped me out. And, and to be honest, not until recently, I'll say within the last three years, Chris, that I know that this song was a cover song. Tripped me out. You know, and I, I easily on Spotify, I looked it up. Hang on, St. Christopher. What? Put it on. I go, man, you got to be kidding. And it's so different. Wait a minute. The way the vocals are different, the, the music's pretty much the same. It it tripped me out. And, and I, I'm not familiar with Tom Waits' music or style or anything like that, right? I think he was a crooner or different. Anyways, different style. Hearing um, the Bullet Boys do it, I was like, holy shit, this is rad. Now I love both. I love both versions. Originals is killer. Has a certain style to it. I love the Bullet Boys version. Love it. It's just it fits their style of of music. Kick dance. A lot of a lot of good stuff on that one, man. Here I got one for you. I got one for you. All right. So this is uh the Kingsman version of Louis Louis. No, okay. Uh, when I first heard this, I didn't know it was a cover. And then you come to find out about a million <laughs> bands had done this song. Right. Um, 
the Kingsman was the first band that I heard do it. They were a West Coast band. Uh, but, man, this is a great song. It's a party song. It probably got really popularized, obviously, when it came out, but it was also in uh, Animal House, and that revitalized re- uh, it. And I actually remember when I was still living in Washington that they were trying to make it our state song Oh no! at one point. <laughs> and, man, that was a fun time. But, man, I've seen this song performed a couple of times, uh, not by the Kingsman, but yeah, it's, just, about, it's great. It's just a fun by, song because you can't, you, can't, you can't even tell what the guy's singing about. It's like those lyrics that you can't even tell what he's what? saying. And it's like, what did you just say? I don't even know if anybody knows the, what the lyrics are. <laughs> So you got to know the chorus. No, I don't. I love that song. <laughs> that was a good one. It was a great song. All right. Hey, uh, the next song, which which is surprising to um, that I found out this was a cover, um, All Along the Watchtower, Jimi Hendrix, originally done by Bob Dylan. Trip me out. Never knew that. Uh, and, you know, still I'm, I'm surprised that today on some of the stuff, like uh, I found that out and I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? Jimi Hendrix did a cover song? I go, I thought he just had all original, but hey, Jimi Hendrix did it and it just kicks ass. Yeah. Awesome. I didn't know that it was a right? that it was a cover. You know, you kind of hear this is one of these songs that you kind of hear um in like Vietnam war movies. You always hear this song like Correct. in a war movie. There was another song here that you hear in those uh as well. Uh, House of the Rising Sun. Oh, yes. Um, you kind of also hear that, too. Um, I did not know that that was a cover as well. Oh. Did you know that? Did you know that? I'm I'm going to say no, and I'm trying to think of the band that originally did it. I'm going to say Cream? The band that originally did it was a... Uh, actually, rewind. It's actually of unknown origin. Like, oh, No shit. one really knows where it was where it came from um it's about a wayward woman uh in new orleans uh bob dylan learned about the song and uh recorded it and then the animals did it uh did it second but here's a fun fact did ah, you the know animals okay yeah yeah the animals um did you know that this uh song was the first song by a british band other than the beatles to go to number one in the u.s did you know that which one Oh, this song? This song, House of the Rising Sun. Uh, no, a, I didn't know that. This is another one of those songs that you hear during, like... Yeah, a lot of the war movies. I had no idea it was a cover. Well, of unknown origins. Unknown so. origins. But still, I, yeah. wow. I dig it. Yeah. I got a good non-rock song to talk about okay, next. let's do it. Let's do it. Um... I Will Always Love You, Whitney Houston. I didn't know originally done, or originally, yeah, originally done by Dolly Parton. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that until, I, I would say maybe 10 years ago. But, because I heard, um, they were they were doing something on Dollywood and music and stuff like that. And then she talked about, you know, uh, Oma, or maybe it was when, after Whitney Houston passed away, they talked about one of her most of favorite or number one songs was a cover song by Dolly Parton. And I was like, Whoa, get out of here. Didn't know that. Um, her Dolly's version, same thing. Good. But I didn't, that was just, I remember being a mega song from that, um, soundtrack, the bodyguard with mm-hmm. Kevin Cosner. 
Didn't even know it was a cover song, man. Yeah, I did not know that it was a cover the first time I heard it. I I remember seeing something shortly after that within a, a short amount of time of them talking about that it was a Dolly Parton cover. So I knew shortly after that. But when I first heard it, I was like, wow, dude, you got an amazing voice. And uh, you got to respect it. It was a great song. Yeah. Dude, it was like number one for like ever. Exactly. I think it's still number one. <laughs> I think it's still number one somewhere. In Taiwan. It's, it's big in Japan. It's big in Japan. <laughs> I will always love you. It was number two. <laughs> well, you know, number one, man. <laughs> big talk been great. Num- we're no, number, number one. one. Like it. <laughs> Uh, here's a here's a, a band we've talked about this band before Huey Lewis in the news. So, uh, do you believe in love? Okay, I didn't know that was that, a cover. Uh, cover song um, that when they uh, uh, they released it in 1982, I believe it was on their debut album, if I remember correctly. Um, it was previously recorded by a band called Supercharge. They were from Liverpool. Uh, they hit like number three in Australia or something like that. Um, but man, they took it. Um, Re-recorded it, hit number seven in 1982, and uh, uh, do you know who um, composed and produced that song? No, for the Supercharger. Well, the composer was Mutt Lang. Oh, and uh, no way. he was also the producer of that Supercharger album. So, oh, and if you guys don't know who Mutt Lang is, look it up. <laughs> Def Leppard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, definitely Def Leppard. Wow, man, that was crazy. You find a whole bunch of stuff because, I, I mean, you start thinking about all the songs you know that are covers now, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's a cover, but I didn't know it when I heard it. And, you know, we're old, so you got to start being like, okay, I got to Google. Like, you got to start Googling stuff, and then you start seeing all these songs like, I didn't know. Oh, my gosh, I didn't know. A couple of these, like I've already said, I didn't know until I started looking, you know, research. Yeah. Some of them I, I know now, but I didn't know, like Red Red Wine by UB40. When I first heard it, I didn't know it was a cover song. I'm going to say I don't think I knew that either. And uh, But, you know, you, you shortly find out later or you hear the original version or, or or whatever. But at the time that these some of these songs first came out, no idea. I had no idea. What else you want to talk about? All right. I got um, Linda Ronstan did her, one of her favorite songs. It's called It's So Easy, but it was originally done by Buddy Holly. I didn't know that. That was pretty crazy when I started looking. I knew some of her songs. I knew she had like other songwriters, like the guys from the the Eagles. Uh, I think uh, Jackson Brown did a few songs for her. But when I found out, it, you know, it's so easy, which I thought was is one of those good fun songs. Linda Ronstadt sings. I love Linda Ronstadt. Done by voice. Buddy Holly. Yeah, she has an excellent voice, man. I love her '70s stuff. So Buddy Holly did this first, right? This, yeah. It's just a simple, you know, song. It sounds like a song that country artists will cover. Yes. Sounds like it's got country written. Almost all almost over. has like so you can add some twang to it. She has a great voice, dude. Yeah. Then it runs that. Yeah. Good stuff. I like says, we're not all rock and roll. No, we we're are. Not all rock no, and we roll. are. We are. Thirteen year old Greg would say, I'm all rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> People are finding cracks in our <laughs> in our anthem here, right? All right, uh, I got two more songs for you that we could we could talk about. Okay, the next one I didn't know was from um, a soundtrack. Less than zero was the Bangles did a cover of Paul Simon, uh, "Hazy Shade of Winter." Man, I remember when this movie came out and hearing the soundtrack because on that soundtrack has a bunch of other covers which I do love. 
um, Kiss. Um, they did Poison did a cover of Kiss, uh, Rock and Roll All Night, and Slayer did Indigo de Vida for that soundtrack, uh, Less Than Zero. But when I found out that the Bengals did a cover of Hazy Shade of Winter, I I thought this was an original, and I was like, Holy shit! It's a cover from from Paul Simon. I go, Jesus Christ! This is awesome. So. Yeah. Bangles, all female bands. Yeah. They had that Walk Like Egyptian was their breakthrough was there, was single. Was their breakthrough single or Manic album. Manic Monday was another good one. Um, yeah, yeah, the song, but it kicks in. Look at that, man, jamming, rock, drums, yeah, yeah, a little keyboard, a little kick. Great harmonies right there, dude. <laughs> it works. This is a great song, and it totally works on that. Susanna uh, Hoffs, that was there. Heard singer. the singer, yeah. She was cute. She she, she was, <laughs> and she did a great job on singing this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, she did. Um, so any uh, any songs you want to talk about anymore? Chris? Um, you know, I think we pretty much hit everything that I want to talk about. Um, you know, in conversating just with people at work, one of the another guy came up to me behind me and goes, did you know that Tainted Love was a cover song? <laughs> and I thought that I had heard that, but I'd had no idea when the song came out because Soft Cell does such a great job of it. You cannot, it's like, no. Yeah, exactly, what? right? Uh, I so, recently found that out too. Yeah, so that's great. Um, you know, we kind of ran through all the lists that I wanted to talk about. You know, I wish we could have played some more of the music. Um, but, uh, you know, some... Some bands, you know, the, this is going to be my last song. Oh, this is. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Um, there's a, obviously there's a lot of songs. People are like, oh, that's a cover. That's a cover. But we just wanted to talk about ones that when we heard them, we didn't know, like, we're not going to talk about live and let die and knocking on heaven's door by guns and roses. Cause we already knew the original version. Yes, gonna, exactly. That, that wasn't this topic that I wanted to talk about. That were good. Yeah. So, you know, we, we kind of were leaving those alone. Um, but there's, and then there's also songs that, when you hear them kind of make you cringe that are probably <laughs> on another episode. I don't want to drop. We've talked about this band before. Okay. Limp Biscuit when yeah. they read Dead Faith. Obviously everybody knew, but that one kind of is like, ugh. for you, for you, I love it. Yeah. I, I, if they play it live, I'm, I'm singing. Oh, 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 I'm shaking my ass, man. I'm doing the George Michael thing. I'm, yeah, I like Limp Biscuit too, but <laughs> the, just not that cover song. No, I like the Andy Bernard version better. <laughs> Well, that was good. Um, is there All a song right. you want to talk about? Yeah, I want I want to end this episode with um, a song from Pulp Fiction. Uh, Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Uh, Urge Overkill, and originally done by Neil Diamond, the fabulous, out of control number one crooner Neil Diamond. Yeah. Yeah, I may not have known that either with this one. Yeah. My uh, my wife is the one that brought this to my attention because I was telling her about like the, the subject we're talking about. And she was, did you know that was a Neil Diamond song? I'm like, get out of here, no way, Neil Diamond. So, it it, it and once you hear it, because they kind of were true to the original. It flows like the original. Yes, it sounds very much like the original. Um, like Neil Diamond was standing over their shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way I made it sound. Right. Change it, make it sound uh, just like I did. But it, 
it's great, dude. This is a this is a great, great, great. This great, is great. definitely a fun song, and like I said, I didn't know it was a cover song. All right, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap up this episode of songs we didn't know that were covers or that were uh, cover songs uh, when we first heard them. All right, you can uh, find us on Instagram, Big Talk CG Podcast dot podcast. All right, dot podcast. Let me do it. Yes, Big Talk CG dot podcast is on Instagram. Big Talk CG at Gmail dot com. Big Talk CG on Twitter. Give us give give us all your thoughts. Give us all your hate and love. There you go. If, if we a, if we missed any of your favorite songs, please let us know. Email, uh, you know, text. The the Find twelve us. the twelve year old is ready to come back. Right. She's only going to come back with emails or comments. Oh, one thing I want to talk about quick before we end this episode. Um, we are just to remind everybody we are also available on YouTube. Yes, we are available on YouTube. We have one video up when we went to visit Eddie Van Halen's house, childhood home, and, and out in Pasadena. But also, all of our podcasts are up on YouTube. For some reason, people always, people sometimes ask me, "Are you guys on YouTube?" Well, yeah, we have the audio up there. Like, okay, because I listen to stuff on YouTube. I'm like, okay, like you can hear us anywhere else. We had we've gotten some comments on there too. We're having the 12 year old, you know, go through that. Um, we'd love to hear some emails from everybody all around the world. Intergalactic. <laughs> They're out there. They're out there. They should. So what they should do on a satellite transmission is get an episode of Big Talk with Chris and Greg. Send it. Send it out to outer space. Right. And uh, they'll they'll be coming. They'll be like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this is the best one. <laughs> this is the best. This is the best episode I've ever heard. Right. Or however they talk. Gibbity goobity goppity. <laughs> there you go. All right. From uh, uh, Big Talk, Chris and Greg. See ya.